This is an All Ears English podcast, episode 457. This is literally the best All Ears English episode ever. Welcome to the All Ears English podcast, downloaded more than 16 million times. We believe in connection, not perfection, with your American hosts, Lindsay McMahon, the English adventurer, and Michelle Kaplan, the New York radio girl, coming to you from Boston and New York City, USA. What is happening in the U.S. with the misuse of the word literally? Find out today and learn how to not jump on the bandwagon. Hey guys, thank you so much if you have recently reviewed All Ears English. And if you haven't, please go over to the iTunes store and leave a review for the show. Let us know what your favorite episode has been. See you in iTunes review store for All Ears English. Thanks, guys. This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped. Streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. Hey, Michelle, how's it going today? Pretty good, Lindsay. Pretty good. How are you? I am good. I mean, this is literally the best day of my life, Michelle. <laughs> really? Wow. Yeah. I mean, it's just so exciting to be podcasting here today. I mean, it's just... <laughs> I have literally never been so happy. <laughs> yeah. But Michelle, did you know that orange is the new black? Really? And, yeah. yeah. And Brooklyn, <laughs> I love that show. Orange is the new black. Brooklyn is the new Manhattan. And literally is the new actually. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> what are we even talking about? Good question. So, guys, if you're confused right now, don't worry. We're going to clear it all up because today we have a really interesting topic, or at least we think it's interesting because we like to nerd out on these <laughs> these topics about words. I think words are interesting. Communication is interesting. What do you think, Michelle? Yeah, yeah, I totally agree for sure. Yeah. So this all started when a listener sent us a good question. So let's actually read the listener's question, Michelle. Let's answer it. And then we're going to go into the more interesting part of the question. <laughs> okay. okay, cool. Okay. All right. So here we go. <clears throat> I don't really know how to use technically, literally, basically. I see a lot of native speakers use these words uh, by using their fi- when they use their fing- uh, fingers, fingers in conversation. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it, it looks really natural to me, but I'm not really sure when I should and how I should use them. I don't really uh, understand the fingers. The fingers I know part. the fingers. Yeah. What, what, what are you talking? What What is this listener talking about with the, the fingers? air quotes? Oh, air quotes. Right? Okay. Is okay. That it? I'm not I guess. <laughs> That's so funny. I don't yeah. So the fingers probably don't completely understand, but let's just quickly let our listener know about technically and basically. Then we're going to hone in on that interesting part of the question, which is literally because some big phenomenon is currently happening with the word literally and we have to go into it. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. So real quick, Michelle, technically. I mean, what what does this mean and when do we use it? 
Right. So technically is used like when you're about to break something down or correct someone, right? So if they misuse something, right? So maybe like what could an example be, Lindsay? Yeah, I could say, oh, you know, for example, if, you know, if I said, oh, Michelle, I like your leather jacket. That's pretty cool looking. Yeah. And I could say like, oh, thanks, Lindsay. Well, technically it's not leather. It's actually vegan leather, which is a fancy way to say fake leather. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Actually, I bought a jacket this past weekend that's vegan leather. That's what it said on the... <laughs> wow. I never knew that, that that's what you call it. Instead of saying like faux leather, it's good yeah. marketing, I suppose, because vegan is, is considered kind of cool and up or, and, you know, I don't know, high quality these days, but it's fake leather. It's not a real leather jacket. So it says vegan leather. Pleather, right? Yeah, pleather. <laughs> yeah, but I don't think that's so nice. No, that's not nice. Probably so, ve- vegan leather sounds more high quality. It sounds high quality. It's not really. It's still just <laughs> fake leather. But anyway, so who cares? So that's the point. So technically, <laughs> Michelle, it's not leather, right? It's vegan leather. Guys, that's how we use technically. Okay. It's pretty mm-hmm. simple. So just see if you can listen to native speakers using that and try to use it. The next question was about basically. And that is when we want to simplify something. So Michelle, let's do a quick role play to show our listener. Cool. Michelle, can you help me with these instructions? I just read five pages of this manual on how to install the TV and there are 25 steps. I'm so confused. Oh, man. Lindsay, basically, you just need to make sure the cord is plugged in, then turn on the TV. It's not that hard. (laughs) oh great you always know how to simplify things (laughs) oh you're welcome Lindsay. (laughs) (laughs) so that's basically right when you just want to give them the basic essence of the message i think that's the best way to say it what do you yeah 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 i agree guys words are powerful and you'll find out just how powerful using the right English vocabulary words are in the Charismatic Connector, which is our new online advanced English course. Go to allearsenglish.com forward slash C-H-A-R-I-S-M-A to get the Charisma Equation. This course is coming out soon and you want to get on the insider list to get the best possible price when it becomes available. Go to allearsenglish.com forward slash C. C-H-A-R-I-S-M-A. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Okay, let's get into the fun one, guys. And that is literally. So, you know, what does literally mean, Michelle? I mean, what is it supposed to mean? Mm-hmm. Well, so it's like literally the actual meaning, right? The strict meaning of the word. Yeah, it's supposed to be the actual meaning. That's right. supposed in the dictionary. That's what it says. The strict meaning of the word versus figuratively, right? Mm-hmm. We don't really say that, but it's the opposite of figurative, which is... Which is not literal. It's meant to create a kind of an analogy, right? It's right, kind of right, the opposite. Right, right. Yeah, good. So what's the problem, Michelle? What's actually happening in 
in the U.S. I, I, I guess, I don't know if this is happening in England, Australia, Canada, yeah, maybe, know. probably, yes, but we don't know. We really can only speak with authority about what's happening in urban spaces in the U.S., like in the Northeast, right? Mm-hmm. Well, what's happening here with literally? So what's happening is that people are using literally when they actually mean figuratively, right? Yeah. So, and this happens all the time. <laughs> So, and I'm guilty of it too. I can do it, but then I kind of stop myself and say, no, Michelle, that was wrong. <laughs> um, so, um, for example, you could say, I couldn't believe how crowded the dance floor was last night. There were literally thousands of people there. When, right. And like, maybe there weren't thousands of people there. Maybe there were only hundreds of people there, right? But yeah, people use it like as this way to exaggerate now. And I don't know, I don't know why, but, um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I could ask you. So Michelle, there were thousands of people, like 1,200. And you'd say, Oh no, actually there are only 150. So why <laughs> did you say literally? Right. It's not the actual meaning of the word. It's the figurative. You're, you're right. trying to exaggerate. So literally right now is being incorrectly used in our pop culture, everyday culture, everyday people, educated people. I mean, we're educated people, but we do it. We do this still, right? We're using it as an intensifier, not as it's supposed to be used. And it's really funny if you watch How I Met Your Mother, which, Michelle, you said on a prior episode that you liked that show. Did you see the show, the part where Ted always corrects everyone on literally like everyone was using it wrong and he corrects everyone? I'm sure I've seen it, but I can't remember. I, you know, that's that's not my main show, Lindsay. It's Friends. Oh, sorry, sorry. Okay, <laughs> sorry. You don't want to cheat on Friends. Gosh, I know, I know. Wow. Okay, no, yeah. I can't remember. <laughs> I can't. I'm not as good as at How I Met Your Mother, but um, oh, I right, don't remember right. that. But that sounds like a, a, a Ted thing to do. <laughs> yeah, and there's also a new a new TV show called Parks and Rec where they created a character with a lot of quirks, and one of his quirks is that he misuses this word all the time. So I actually now want to watch that show. Parks and Rec to see how he misuses it. But I did a little research on this, Michelle, to prepare for today's episode. And I found an article in Boston.com. Of course, it would be in Boston.com because <laughs> here in Boston, we have a bunch of intellectuals who <laughs> hate this, right? A bunch of Harvard... MIT people. I mean, Boston is a very academic city. So I'm not surprised that this was written in this ac- in this journal. Um, but it's an article by Chris Muther or Muther, mother, I don't know how to pronounce his name. But the name of the article is literally the most misused word. Right? <laughs> And here's a quote from the article. My impression is that many people don't have any idea of what literally means or used to mean, says Jean Berkel-Gleason, a psycholinguist at Boston University. So they say things like, he was literally insane with jealousy. If in response, you ask them if this person had been institutionalized, (laughs) they look at you as if you were the crazy one. (laughs) Right? Isn't that funny? Yeah, yeah, that's so true. So he's not literally insane with, he's not literally insane. He's, you know, in a figurative sense, he's insane. Right. But right. we use it in the opposite way. So, so the article said that the misuse of this word actually goes back to the 1920s. Wow. Yeah. So it's not just something in like 2012 that we always assume that something just started. Right. You know, these phenomenon. But uh, it's not true. It, apparently, according to this psycholinguist, it went back to the 1920s. I mean, why do you think this is happening in our culture right now, Michelle, with this literally thing? Um, wow. I don't know. I mean, right. What does the article say? Well, the article suggested, this is just a theory, but suggested that it's our increasing desire for drama, right? And they talked about how it's, this misuse happens a lot on reality TV shows. 
Wow. Um, Okay, that's interesting. Yeah. Right. And reality TV shows, they actually hinge on the success of them on drama. I actually met somebody this past weekend when I went to a party in New York who works on a reality TV network and she builds the scripts like she puts takes the raw wow. footage on reality TV shows and puts them into a show. Oh, my and, God. you know, she says, well, of course, there are a lot of boring moments, but they have to get rid of them. <laughs> right. Right. Of course. So. on So the guys who are acting on these reality TV shows, they know they need to be dramatic. Otherwise, like the show's going to get cut. Right. So using literally right, it was literally insane with jealousy is a way to really up the drama. Right, right, right. It does sound more dramatic, even though it's not correct. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And But, you know, as one person quoted in the article, you know, she said that this indiscriminate use, this is Martha Brockenbro, she said, in the indiscriminate use of literally as an intensifier also diminishes the originality of the speaker. And I think that is what it does. And I think that's what you said, Michelle, when you said that you try not to use it as much as possible, right? Right, right, definitely. It does kind of diminish your your flair, your personal flair. It makes you seem kind of, I mean, I do it too. But it, it, so for our really high level listeners, we can start to question, have we picked this up from someone as native speakers, like mm-hmm. native speakers that we listen to? Are we using it and are we using it incorrectly? Mm, yeah. No, I mean, gosh, I hear it all the time. Really, this is a super, super common thing. Mm hmm. Um, and I think that people are starting to, for a while it was okay. And I think that people are starting to come around to the fact that that's not correct, right? Like you said on How I Met Your Mother and then Parks and Rec, like people know now that it's not correct. And I think it's Mm -hmm. kind of becoming more and more popular to correct people on it or to almost like kind of laugh at it, right? I think that people can, uh, might laugh at someone who says, oh, literally when that's not what they mean. Yeah, exactly. I mean, and so, right. So we're coming around to it. And it's really interesting because the article also went into the stages of how a word becomes misused by a culture. And really interesting. There are five stages. We don't have time. I mean, starting with this idea of the culture rejects the misuse and eventually it accepts it at stage five. Um, and then maybe it rejects it again. I don't know. But go yeah. back to the article, guys. I will leave a link in today's episode 457 and you can read the article. We can't go into that today because I think the same thing is happening with the word super now, um, even though it doesn't have the same stigma, I don't think. I think super is used in the way that we use it now. And it sounds kind of cool. Like it's not as stigmatized as literally, I think. I agree. I, yeah, I just, I think I used super like two seconds ago in the we, conversation. We use it all the time. No, I use it on this podcast all the time. So it's yeah, not. I know we use it a lot. Yeah, no, I don't think it's in the same way as literally. No. No, it's not the same. It's not the same. But it has changed its meaning, mm-hmm. right? Right. Back in the 80s, for example, we say, oh, that is super. <laughs> right. That was how it was used in the 80s, the 70s, the 90s. And now we're using it as, you know, in a different way. Oh, that's super cool. That's super awesome. Okay. Yeah. So, to describe the adjective right so, i love how language evolves but i guess that's you know you know Lindsay. i think you and i are kind of nerdy in that way because we of our jobs you know that way. clearly clearly we are nerding out today michelle but that's yeah, okay yeah, yeah how does it evolve so, and where does it I come know. from so interesting yeah but michelle this is really fun it's an academic kind of episode today interesting pop culture thing but i want to come away with some takeaways for our listeners i mean what should they do to you know if they're doing this if they've picked this up from a native speaker and they're they're using literally incorrectly, then what should they actually do? I mean, what do you think, Michelle? 
Mm, well, I think that there are a couple of different things that you could do. Like, for example, you could say instead of talking about that club and saying they were literally blah, 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 right? You could say, oh, it was incredible. There were so <laughs> many people in the club. Exactly. Yeah. So in, you can still intensify, but intensify in a different way. Right. Right. So I really like that idea because I don't like, I actually don't like the suggestion that the article gave. I disagree. I don't, the article suggested using simply, like mm. it was simply crowded or it was honestly crowded or frankly Ooh. crowded. I don't think those work. Those, those sound very old fashioned yeah, to me. I don't think those sound very natural. N- not very natural. Yeah. So don't, don't, don't follow the advice of the article. <laughs> follow our advice. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> so, so yeah, I like what you've said, Michelle. You know, intensify in a different way. It was amazing. It was incredible. It was astounding, right? And we can go into other episodes where we give you guys those intensifying, you know, phrases and words. We can right. definitely do that. If you guys want that, let us know. Write in an email to lindsayatallearsenglish.com and tell us if you want that. And we can do that for you, okay? So, awesome. well, this has been fascinating, Michelle. So guys, come back to 457. Check out the article. Come back to our blog. Write us a comment. Tell us what you think about this. Are you using literally incorrectly? Have you picked it up from a native speaker? What's happening with you? So great one, Michelle. Awesome. All right. Any, any final thoughts? I am literally so excited about this episode. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's true. That's Michelle, okay. This is literally the best episode we've ever had. <laughs> 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 I know that one might be true, actually. No, I don't think it's the best. So I'm, I'm using that incorrectly now. <laughs> <laughs> we have a lot of good ones. <laughs> we have a lot of good ones. All right, Michelle. Guys, have a good day. We'll see you next time. Okay. Bye, Lindsay. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to All Ears English. And if you're taking your IELTS exam this fall, get our free IELTS checklist, the seven easy steps to a seven or higher on the IELTS. And if you believe in connection, not perfection, be sure to subscribe to our podcast on your phone or on your computer. See you next time. Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org. Our kids have said to us since we moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community, of values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See what makes Minnesota the star of the North. New residents share why they love calling it home at exploreminnesota.com slash live.